Welcome to KISS FAQ Song Stories. In this series, we'll focus on the histories of some of KISS's best and least known songs. In this episode, Got to Choose, originally released on KISS's Hotter Than Hell album in 1974. Got to Choose was originally known by the title Who's Your Baby and was one of the few songs written while the band slogged away on the road during their first tour. Kiss's June the 3rd, 1974 itinerary had initially blocked out July the 22nd through August the 30th for a five-day vacation followed by the requisite rehearsal and studio time needed for the recording of the band's second album. Instead of vacationing, on July the 23rd, Kiss rolled up to the Minot Sound Studios, located in the suburb of White Plains, New York. About 40 minutes from the city, it was a far from fancy facility like Electric Lady or Bell Sound, but it was more than functional for the purpose of recording demos, hosting a 16-input MCI console, a decent selection of Newman and Stenheiser mics, and other outboard gear, including even-tied phasers, multi-track varibands, quad-eight noise gates, and UREI compressors and limiters, if the band had time to play with any of the other gear available. Most importantly, it boasted an MCI 16-track and Ampex and Revox 2-track machines for the recordings and mixdown. By the end of the $300 session, the band had demos for four songs, all of which would be included on the new album, then tentatively titled, The Harder They Come. Who's Your Baby was the last of the four demos recorded for the forthcoming album sessions, just slightly more than a week away from starting in Los Angeles. It was a session full of pressure. The band had been on the road extensively during the year, having only just returned following an unexpected downtime that lasted from the end of June through the beginning of July. Paul Song took inspiration from Wilson Pickett's 99 and a half won't do. by Steve Cropper, Eddie Floyd, and Wilson Pickett and was originally released in May 1966 on the exciting Wilson Pickett album. As a single, it had reached 53 on the Billboard Hot 100 and 13 on the R&B charts. As good as it was, as authoritative 60s soul, it wasn't Pickett's version that piqued Paul's creative interest. He recalled in an interview in Goldmine magazine in 1996, there's actually a song called 99 and a half just won't do and there was a band in the early 70s that never made it one of the guys in it was mark stein who was the original organ player in vanilla fudge they were a big new york band and they had an international hit with a version of the supremes you keep me hanging on mark had a band after vanilla fudge fell apart called boomerang they did a version of that wilson pickett song and i heard it at electric lady one day but i don't remember anything about the song or arrangement but there was just a chord progression that they were playing, and in my own twisted memory, became Got to Choose.
sequence of events would date Paul's original inspiration of that chord progression to likely taking place sometime in 1972, when Boomerang were working on their second album. That album wouldn't be released due to their record label losing interest in the band, and guitarist Ricky Ramirez had joined Cactus, Carmen Apis's offshoot from Vanilla Fudge in mid-1972. According to Paul, the lyrics came quickly and spontaneously. With the album sessions taking place rapidly at Village Recorder in West Los Angeles in the first half of August, studio documentation suggests that Got to Choose was mixed on August the 23rd. Work on the album wrapped up the first week of September, and the band were back on the road by the 13th. There must have been something special about the song. It was sequenced to open the album, and therefore would have been the first song most album listeners heard from the second Kiss album. However, it wouldn't be issued as a single, with the financially strapped Casablanca Records struggling through the early part of their new independent reality, post-Warner Brothers' divorce. Got to Choose would be among the second batch of new album songs added to the band's setlist when the Hotter Than Hell tour officially commenced in mid-October.
Very quickly, the song joined the band's opening salvo, appearing after Deuce and Strutter. On Alive, like those other two songs according to production notes, it was also likely primarily sourced from The Wildwood Show. Studio sheets published in Nothing to Lose indicate that work on the song was done at Electric Lady on July the 28th, 1975. But the song didn't survive the Alive tour, and by early 1976 it had been sidelined with additional material from Dress to Kill and then the soon-to-be-released Destroyer taking its place in the set. Absent for the 1980s, the song made a triumphant turn to the band's set for the Foundations Forum performance in 1993, but it wouldn't be consistently included during the 1994-1995 electric shows. It did find a home in the Unplugged sets during the convention tour, and not surprisingly, was included on the MTV Unplugged performance and recording in August 1995. In terms of the band's vibrant and vast catalogue, it was something of a shock for three Hotter Than Hell songs to make the cut. Included on the DVD video release, it was also added as a bonus track on the Japanese version of the Unplugged CD. Since the reunion, the song has sometimes featured during soundcheck. It was included in the medley performed by the Fraley Singer lineup in Japan and Australia in early 2001, and then featured during the 2004 Rock the Nation tour once Tommy Thayer took over lead guitar duties. Paul also included it on his 2006-2007 Live to Win tour and DVD release. The song continued to be featured in sets through the North American leg of the Alive 35 tour, with it being dropped in October 2009. After a single performance on the 2010 Sonic Boom Over Europe tour, and also a single performance on the 2012 tour with Motley Crue, it once again disappeared. Eventually, it took up residency in Kiss Crew sets or pre-show meet-and-greet VIP sets.